0: Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson. How's everyone doing this fine day? We're going to just going to dig right into this matchup, crucial matchup for the Steelers. Going to lay it out as I always do when the Steelers have the ball. The Pittsburgh average is 4.9 yards per play this season, and they're also at 4.9 over the past three games. However, Seattle's defense gives up 5.3 and 6.1 over their past three. But at home for the season, they're all the way down to 5-1. So think about how bad they've been on the road. But they've also been really bad over the last three. Steelers offense throws the ball just 55.1% of the time, which is only higher than six offenses. And over their past three games, they're only throwing to 53.9. For the season, only two offenses have fewer passing yards and completions than the Steelers. Think about that for a minute there. For the whole season – Only two offenses have fewer passing yards and completions. Only four offenses use a specific personnel group, a higher percentage of their snaps than Pittsburgh employs 11 personnel, one back, one tight end. However, with Eddie Faulkner as offensive coordinator, they've been in 11 personnel just 66% of the time over their most five recent games, as opposed to 75% for the whole season. Meanwhile, only two defenses have faced 11 personnel, a higher percentage of their snaps in Seattle. In turn, the Seahawks defense has faced the lowest percentage of snaps versus 12. Only six defenses are in their nickel package, with five defensive backs, a higher percentage than Seattle. They basically live in nickel, except for extreme situations. So I wonder if you come out in 12, which a lot of teams don't do against them is come out in 12, well, they give nickel against your two tight end looks out of 12, and maybe you can run the ball pretty well against them. I think that's something you have to test right away. Seattle's defense is better than only seven defenses in success rate this season, and four are worse. only four are worse in EPA per play. Pretty bad group. For yards from a route run standpoint, George Pickens is now at 2.18, which is really, really good. Deontay Johnson's at one seven seven, which is fine. As you know, Pickens caught just four passes last last week, but he really made a count, racking up 195 yards and two touchdowns. That 86-yard touchdown was the longest play from scrimmage of any team in the league this year. For the season, on Pittsburgh's dropbacks, 90% of the time, he has run a route. Only four receivers have a higher percentage. Of all receivers with at least 50 targets, only Brandon Ayuk has a higher yards per reception average than Pickens. Pickens is also now 6th in the league in yards after the catch per reception. Last week was Pickens' 5th career 100-yard game. This just in, he's really, really good. Johnson has failed to reach 65 receiving yards in each of his past 7 games and has failed to reach 20 yards in 3 of those contests. Last week, Johnson was on the field in 12 personnel for just 4 of a possible 15 snaps and didn't see the field when the Steelers utilized 13 or 21 personnel. That's a change. I mean, when they're out there in 12, Johnson was on the bench a lot. His 69% route participation was Johnson's lowest of the season. Johnson has scored three touchdowns over his past four games after scoring just one over his past 27 games. And over his past nine games, he's averaging 7.3 targets per game. But over his last seven games, he's averaging just 35.7 receiving yards per game. Bit of an enigma. Seattle's defense is giving up the fourth fewest yards per route run and ninth fewest perceptions to receivers aligned out wide, where Johnson and Pickens basically always are at. Allen Robinson has received three or more targets in each of his past four games. Pat Fryer moves. He's been in 10 games this year. His average stat line is 4.1 targets, 2.7 receptions, and just 24.3 receiving yards per game. Wasn't targeted last week. In week nine, as you remember, he caught nine of 11 targets for 120 yards. In every other game this season, he has eight. He's caught 18 out of 30 targets for 123 yards. Basically, he had three less yards in one game than all those other games combined. The Seahawks defense is seeing an average depth of target of 7.5 yards downfield. That's the eighth lowest in the NFL. A lot of that's because they're such a heavy zone team. Seattle sacked Ryan Tannehill six times last week, two by Boye Maffey. Moffay leads the Seahawks with nine sacks. Jeron Reed is behind him with seven. Reed has a sack in three of his last four games. No other Seahawks player has more than 4.5 sacks this season. Only four defenses blitz at a lower rate than Seattle. The Steelers quarterbacks have been sacked 32 times this season, ninth best in the league. But Seattle's defense has more sacks than all but five teams. Seattle has only allowed seven touchdown passes in their last seven home games and gave up just 6.6 yards per pass attempt at home. The only offense, this makes me crazy, still. There's only one offense using play action less than the Steelers, which makes me bonkers, but that doesn't seem to be changing this year. The only people that don't get time off this year are pro athletes and me and the folks at Bet Online. With NFL, bowl season, and NBA in full swing over the holidays, Bet Online isn't taking a second off to make sure you have all the up to minute odds, news, information. Bet Online has the sports wagering info available you need with both desktop and mobile access. It's super easy to use. Head there today to get into the action. Remember to use our promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Let's talk a little bit here, Steelers' run game against a really bad run defense. Jalen Warren has now joined Willie Parker as the only undrafted free agents in Steelers history with to eclipse 1,000 yards of total yards in a season. His 28% targets per route run is the sixth highest among running backs with at least 25 targets. Only five running backs have been targeted more than Warren. He has 50 plus scrimmage yards in seven of his last eight games. As for Najee, his 19 touches last week was a, tied his season high. He, he averages four point, Listen to this: he averages 4.3 yards per carry and has five rushing touchdowns in the Steelers' wins, but averages just 3.5 yards per rush and hasn't scored in their losses. I wrote an article this week along those lines, basically. Steelers beat bad run defenses. With the exception of Arizona, if you threw that one out, it's a real prominent theme that their wins come against bad run defenses. And this is a really bad run defense. Harris needs 50 yards to be the first running back in Steelers history with a 1,000 plus scrimmage yards in each of his first three seasons. Harris and Warren are the only pair of AFC running backs with 950 or more scrimmage yards. With the Steelers tied or leading this season, Harris has out-touched Warren 113 to 71. He has also out-touched Warren 15 to 4 in goal-to-go situations this year. But when Pittsburgh is trailing, Warren has 108 of the 223 total backfield touches. Seattle gave up 162 rushing yards last week with three ball carriers all eclipsing 37 yards on the ground. They've allowed 5.6 yards per carry over the past three weeks, worst in the league. Seahawks defense is currently 30th in EPA per rush to just the running back position. Since week nine, Seattle's defense has allowed 5.3 yards per carry, which is 31st with nine rushing touchdowns. That's also 31st. 77.4 of the Steelers carries this season have gone for a yard or less. Only four offenses are worse. But 5.7% of their carries have gone for 15 or more yards. Only four offenses are better, and Seattle's defense has allowed 5.8% of their carries to go against them for 15 plus, which is the fourth highest. You don't think the Steelers' offensive run game being explosive. They might bust 80 yarders, but they bust a lot of 15 pluses. The Seahawks' defense has given up 116 first downs on the ground. Only two defenses have allowed more. Lastly, Seattle's opponents have converted 46.8% of their third downs this season. Only Arizona's defense is worse. And over the past three games, that goes all the way up to 54%. and Really bad on third downs. But I do fear with their pass rush, you can't afford to get into third and longs, third and mediums in that building Not that their pass rush is awesome. They have a lot of sacks. They don't have a lot of great players, but that place is so loud. That's a situation you still don't want to be in. All right, guys, take care. Over and out.